Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 153, and today we are reviewing Peter Pan and Wendy, the uh, most anticipated movie <laughs> of Disney Plus's streaming career. library. <laughs> now, of course, it's a David Lowry movie, so we had to do it. And uh, we will also talk about some other th- stuff we've watched. Obviously, we'll be crushing a beer. It's ten thirty on a Tuesday. Turn up. So got my baby in my arms. <laughs> I was getting to that. <laughs> we have a very special guest, first time on the pod, Asher. Welcome, Asher. He's here. He's uh, he says hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you got to speak into the mic, bro. Yeah, yeah. he's new to it. He's <laughs> noob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might make an appearance with a with a cry or a yell here in a little bit, but for now, he's just eating. He's drinking, and we're about to drink. That's true. And uh, we will not be able to, uh, you know, no, uh, Daddy wasn't there drops because uh, Daddy is here. Daddy is right here. <laughs> Literally here. I love you, Dad. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's fucking get into it. I like it, Jacob. You're on beer duty. I don't oh. really care what you've been up to lately. I'm over that shit. I'll get into what I've been doing lately with, our, <laughs> with the special beer that I brought. <clears throat> Well, before we get into that, let's we can go over a couple in-house things while you're getting the beer ready. I guess I can do that. Uh, do want to wish our two two of the thir- two of the three of us a very happy birthday. A little belated, but which ones? <laughs> Kyle uh, and Asher was last week. So happy birthday, boys! Woo woo woo! Yay! Um, <laughs> one year older yet. Yeah, it's. You're past 30, it's really just uh, everything. <laughs> now we're into our 30s. <laughs> yeah. I felt like after 26. It really didn't when matter. When you get like the cheaper rental cars, yeah. <laughs> then there's nothing else. Maybe senior discount. There, There is like a uh, a like a specialness about your 30th for whatever reason. Because everybody is like, wow, you're old now. Well, well it's also a new decade. Yeah. And then you have like, you've been in the real world working now. Like you kind of have like some adult money and like you can really go extravagant with your 30th and people make it a big deal. But, um, yeah, now it's, now it's all downhill. Well, 31, <laughs> we can we celebrate 10 years of legally drinking. <laughs> what is that in dog years? <laughs> that is a, a year and a half in dog years. I got to get that, uh, I got to get that soundboard drop. Cause we have some office ones. I love inside jokes. Love to be part of one, someday. Part of one someday. Can you um, divide that by 60? <laughs> Divide by 60 and count to How it. How is that going to help? <laughs> so I can count to it. <laughs> um, but uh, besides that, we uh, I forgot my bad. I forgot to do this last week. Um, needed to announce the next premium podcast. Oh, yeah. And that is Travis's pick. And you guessed it. It's a it's, horny one. It's horny, for sure. Forecast is horny. Uh, but we are doing the films of Adrian Line or Lynn. I think it's Line, though, because it ends with an E. And if English is, N, I think yeah. it's Lenny, but it's also English, so <laughs> could, could be Lenny. <laughs> um, 
but we are doing lines films uh i don't really think there's an order to this because if we did films of the 80s we would have started with foxes and ended with fatal attraction but we're starting with flash dance and ending with jacob's ladder so it will be flash dance nine and a half weeks fatal attraction and jacob's ladder so stay tuned for that uh actually recording in a couple weeks from now so very soon, might drop the uh, might drop the Kubrick premium. Too bad it's not Jacob's bladder. Then it'd be super short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too bad. Uh, so yeah, all right. If you are ready, let's get into this beer. It was Josh's pick, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's no real connection unless Jacob can somehow pull one out of his ass. But oh, he can. Um, I have faith. We got the world out of my ass. World Tart POG. Dude, I saw this because. I was looking up uh, places we were going to stop and get some food on the way home yesterday. And I was like, oh, what if we if we go to Old Nation? I was looking at their tap list. and This is on there? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh. this kind of sounds good. So Well, perfect. We've been talking about Old Nation for quite some time now for whatever reason. In 43. <laughs> yeah, we've got this discussion, which I also did have another one recently, just to see if my um, taste was the same. And it's just not the same anymore. It's not the same. It's not as cloudy. It's not as like yep. theoc. As Jacob would say, 100%. And, um, but we've been talking about him. I guess Peter Pan wanted to get back to the his old nation of Neverland. Oh, he and he, when he's flying around, he's whirling. What? <laughs> 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 and you could say he might be a little fruity. And sometimes they get <laughs> they get flying a little whirl, huh? They gave it a whirl. He gave it a whirl. And if this w- if Peter Pan was uh, modern, when the kids can learn to fly, they'd be like, oh, that's so pog. It's pog you, bro. It's poggers. It's poggers. It's poggers. <laughs> See, we, we figured it out. We got we there. Got <laughs> anyway, we got World Tart POG um, from Old Nation, like we hinted at. Um, description reads, tart, fruity, aromatic. A beer world with succulently sweet and tart passion fruit orange and guava flavor hence the pog world tart pog strikes a delicious balance of tart fruit flavor that will tease your taste buds coming in at four and a half percent and this is technically a golden ale Ooh. also a 16 ibus 3.81 average on the old untapped and thank god untapped's working oh jacob <laughs> had this one me- recently did i apparently maybe that's why i was thinking of it at the session room in <laughs> April 5th. Don't remember that. <laughs> so clearly Jacob loved Jesus it. Jacob. Very Did memorable. I? No. You sure about that? But we'll see if your you rating sure changes, maybe. Jacob. We've seen you had in on draft. Maybe in can it changes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Probably don't have to roll this one. No, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. But you can anyway. Let's try and uh, do this whole one hand crack. Ooh, right in the face. I think I might have got uh, Asher. Asher with a little bit and of it. Asher got his first drink. <laughs> and he is now hammered. Nice color. It's golden. It's Pog you. Poggers. Smells great. Don't know about the taste yet. It does smell fantastic. There he is. 
I mean, it's whatever. I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's just light. <laughs> you from the smell, you expect it to be like very tart or like have some kind of strong, but I feel like it's very mild. But like, it's like way more subtle than you. It smells. Yeah, I I feel exactly what you're saying. The it's like um, I mean, when you blend that style of like, <clears throat> you hear the description, you think more of like a sour or like a fruit beer, and then you drink it, and it's a golden nail, and that really cuts through, mm-hmm. like it is malty and bready, but with little hints of fruit, yeah, just rather than tartness. like stronger fruit. And yeah, it's good, but I think I'm where I'm at still. <laughs> I think you're it. a little low. Really. What this did you give like it originally? Three five. A little low? I think that's a little generous. <laughs> I'm like a three seven five. <laughs> crushability is like high as hell. Yeah, it's very crushable though. That's that's true. Yeah, I think crushability would be pretty high. It doesn't give you that like rat gut that sours would give, but it's still got a little bit of that turn. That's true. That's true. You could get like something, drink a little fruitier drink without having that acidic or sugary yeah it is a great looking beer too yeah yeah beautiful color it's definitely golden the head's <laughs> a little weird though it's like it's like yeah carbonation it's like carbonated and not like that light foaminess well, like from beer it's just like super thick bubble or like thin bubbles i guess it would be the yeah opposite. it is very thin he, he agrees yeah <laughs> Anytime you're Asher, he's just, it's, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I or, echo, yeah. I echo your sentiments. Okay. Yeah, not too much, uh, not too much else on the world for me, just because it's, uh, it is a little, maybe not basic, but, you know. I mean, I get that. It's exactly what, it, what it's described as. <laughs> yeah. That's why I gotta give it some. You gotta give it some extra points, I think. Yeah, because it does nail what it goes for. That's why untapped ratings are kind of hard. It's like, well, it nailed what it's going for, but I don't love it. So what do I give it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. same thing as movies, yeah. I guess. Really. Yeah, I tried, it's uh, a great combination. I try. Movies have just a lot more to go off of, though. You know. Yeah. Like you could say, okay, if I wanted to ba- break a movie down to five parts, yeah, and I could give it, you know, out of five on each of those parts yeah <laughs> Pause it <real> quick. <laughs> I think we're just wrapping up world pog yeah I was just saying like the the five out of five you can break a movie down in five parts is mm, right so much tougher to break a beer down into five parts but I guess you technically could yeah well I usually yeah much have like my <laughs> I go by the style for like the main score and then like the quarter scores basically are where I would be. Yeah, like my personal taste. I'm like, yeah, it hit the style, but it's not mine. Knock it a little bit. That's pretty good. Metric method. All right. Um, Yeah, I like it. Don't love it. Good summer beer. Great summer beer. I agree. Mm -hmm. Could be a little stronger though. What is this, four and a half percent again? It's perfect for a summer beer. Yeah, but drink four and a half percent, then I'm drinking Bush Light or something. True. 
And that's way cheaper probably than an Old Nation beer. Yeah, I don't know. I think I paid 12 bucks for the four pack. Oh, that's not too bad. No. For four tall boys? Mm-hmm. Not bad. Knock right. it up 5%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, Old Nation. All right, crushability, do we give it an, ass- an actual rating? Four. Four at least, yeah. I'm good with that. Sweet. Okay. Let's. Uh, but not two. <laughs> what? But, yeah. You said sweet. I suppose. Oh. Not two. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our featured review. We're talking Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy is written and directed by David Lowry. Also uh, written by Toby Halbrooks and based on the novel by J.M. Barry. Uh, it stars Alexander Maloney, Ever Anderson, Jude Law, and Alyssa Wapanatikitu. No, it's Wapanatak. Yeah, got it. Nailed it. Plot synopsis reads, Follow the adventures of Peter Pan, a boy who does not want to grow up, and how he recruits three siblings in London, and together they embark on a magical adventure on the enchanted island of Neverland. What did you guys think of Peter Pan and Wendy? So I remember talking about how Mario, I'm like, well, this is definitely a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. And so this is even more. You think? (laughs) Even more a kid's movie? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was pretty like dark at times. Yeah. I guess. It had some blood and stuff. I guess. But I don't know. Like this was difficult to watch for me at parts it was just so cheesy mm-hmm. and corny and i don't know if the disney movie how closely it felt like the original animated disney movie closely follows the original story but this pretty much followed the disney original pretty spot on so i'm assuming they're similar versus like hook for example yeah well that wasn't like an that wasn't like an adaptation of that story though that was like a its own in the world off. yeah yeah, that exactly. was the that was the Hobbs and Shaw of <laughs> the <laughs> Peter Pan. It was like it was more like the sequel to Peter Pan, because it was when he comes back as an adult. True. So, either way, <laughs> this just I because I looked this up. This is like a Scottish story, so it confuses me why there's like Native Americans in it. <laughs> like why? Like, is that in the original story? It's like Native Americans, because why does a Scottish guy choose Native Americans as like being as part of the story? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of weird stories. And I just realized I'm trying not to have that take too much away from the movie itself, but I think I don't like the story of Peter Pan <laughs> yeah. in general. Like, it's just, a for me, a pretty dumb story. <laughs> and I guess it's supposed to be like fantastical and dreamlike, but it's just, I don't know, it's like, not there's a lot of kid stories that I kind of you know become like darker fa- fairy tales that I like, and I just don't f- feel like this was one of those. It was just kind of I don't watch that shit. Okay, yeah, just it's weird and dreamlike, but it's just not that interesting. It feels like something that'd be inter- like a k- interested to, like interesting for kids. Like mm-hmm. ooh, pirates. I don't know about Native Americans, but <laughs> well. Cowboys and Indians and, you know, yeah. things that you hear when you're younger, like yeah. stories like that. You yeah. know, there's mermaids and which they really don't get into at all in this mm-hmm. version, but they show them briefly. Yeah. <coughs> and I mean, 
So, I mean, I can't really say much too much about the story because it's already written. It's it felt like it followed the original very closely for the most part. That from what I remember, it has been forever since I've seen the original. Right. Yeah. But it's, from what I remember, it looked like it pretty much followed it exactly. But at the same time, also made it seem like the other one happened, but this one, it was happening again, basically, because <laughs> they kept referring to it as like, oh, he became a story. And I don't know if that added too much to it, mm-hmm. but it, I guess I'm trying to remember. Well, they just kept stating that like, oh, it's Peter Pan. Like I knew I thought you were just a story. Oh, look, a Wendy, <clears throat> like she That's was another Wendy. Yeah. That's but always how it is in the original, though. See, I couldn't like, remember that. <coughs> like, the reason that they, like, know all of it is because, like, that's the story that the mothers told them or whatever. Okay, so it is pretty like, similar. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know. There was not too much. The CG looked pretty bad. The acting was pretty bad <laughs> overall. And I'm not interested in the story. So, I don't know. I feel like, for me, it did get better once it got darker towards the end versus, mm-hmm. like, the first two-thirds of it. But <coughs> overall, not definitely my least favorite Lowry film. All right. So, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I think that these live-action Disney movies can only be so good. Like, um, you know, Mulan and Pinocchio and now lit this and then future Lilo and Stitch which is probably going to be awful oh too yeah. but and um, that one's also going well, straight to Disney Plus right to your point they can be done well via Pinocchio yeah the you know, not the live action that though. wasn't Disney I know but though, I'm saying it? like <laughs> that is I'm just saying that yeah. it proved that it can be done well yeah in <laughs> animation and Disney should probably stay animated because anytime you go into these live actions they're just yeah, but These I mean, are Lion King was all animated <laughs> and that movie sucked. So yeah, I didn't see that. So it's not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's there. These movies are meant to be animated and they're created to be animated. <laughs> so when you try and create make them into like this live action, the same effect and the same um, style just doesn't work well. Like it's hard to translate. And now I think that this is probably the best you can do. Honestly, I think David Lowry did a pretty good job at kind of at least creating some type of atmosphere and environment and world that um, this Pinocchio, or Pinocchio, Peter Pan was in versus the Robert Zemeckis's Pinocchio, which was just god awful and um, like horrible across the board. And Mulan wasn't was okay, but not great. And I think that. W- we've said it across all of the reviews as well. It's like, why can't we take these movies and kind of add a future spin on it? Why do they have to be tit for tat, the exact same beats and everything that the original had. And it just sucks. And I, I also am going to get in Kyle's corner for a little bit and think that I hate how Disney is adding black or colored people for literally no reason and it feels like it feels like people saying oh i'm not racist i have a black friend it's like that's how this feels when you're just trying to shoehorn 
color people and they're just giving them a role like Tinkerbell. Like they're explicitly trying to be like, oh, we're equality and we're, you know, we, we think things should be all the same when they're literally just shoehorning and trying to add a black character in it just for the sake of adding a colored character. And it's like, why it's much worse. Why can't you just have, you know, some of the lost boys be, you know, you have a black kid and a, and a down syndrome kid. And, you know, why can't they just be a collection of kids that you would see like in a elementary kindergarten room versus trying to add them explicitly just so you can have some color in it. And it's just getting kind of gross that they're trying to do it because it's just making it that that much worse for me and it just kind of feels like they're putting a band-aid on a bullet wound like they're it's like a step I guess in the right direction but it also just feels like like not enough or it's it just feels like they're like oh we're we're trying to be equal across the board but we're just adding these characters that I don't know. I guess <laughs> I know you're saying it's kind of like a double-edged sword because Peter Pan is um, the at least the animated one is like notoriously racist, and so it feels kind of like an overcorrection, and like without them having like any connection to <clears throat> like why they made that decision or change, but also at the same time like if you don't like normalize it, then it won't become like normal in the future, right. which is what it should be. Yeah, like I said, like, like you there doesn't need to be <clears throat> a specific reason. It should just be like this role is up for whoever best. Yeah, it's pick best the, for pick the best actress or actor, not just because they're black or Native yeah. American or any of that. It just feels like they're they're just doing that for the sake of. It's like a, when a big company says they have to have X amount of minorities, so they hire the black minority person just so they can say founders. Yeah, founder. <laughs> just so they can say, oh, we have, you know, X amount of minority here. And it just feels like that's the like kind yeah. of the worst way to do it. See, I was fine with Tinkerbell, I guess. But my like because I don't think there was much to do with that character. But Peter Pan himself, I just thought that kid was a bad actor. Yeah, so it was really bad. Yeah. It felt weird. It's like, okay, then why did they choose him? Because that's where he's, that, he's, see, that's where it felt more like, oh, we just want to have representation. But then picked I'm sure there's a lot of good I don't know what he was, but I'm sure there's a lot of good kids of his descent that are better actors that you could have chose them versus yeah. this kid who's not good at acting and make him the title character yeah, of like the entire pick, movie. Pick the best, whoever whatever they are. Whatever the actor is, color-wise, pick them just because they're the best, not because they're color. I did see this funny TikTok kind of in line with that, that um, black people are the new redheads because, like, they keep replacing redhead characters of black people specifically. <laughs> and, like, they're like, Ariel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then what was it? Um, uh, Green Lantern. Um, Starfire. Mm. They're all redhead characters that got replaced. I just thought that was funny. It has nothing to do with that because Tinkerbell wasn't a redhead, but no, would have been funny. Yeah, I think is is Peter Pan redhead? He is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, Alexander Maloney isn't definitely isn't black, but he's <coughs> he's got to be uh, Native American. I have no no. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Arabic. 
I but like, but like from like he's like parents were he's definitely like UK or British or something. I feel like. But yeah, there's a lot of like Indian, but and Indian, yeah, like In, Shiv. There, I yeah. mean, Shiv's. Yeah, right, right, right. Shiv's like an Indian English. He sounds English, but he's definitely <laughs> not. <Yeah. laughs> or I mean, he is, but from Indian <laughs> descent. Mm. But yeah, that's anyway. <laughs> that's kind of my soapbox for that, but <laughs> okay. I think this is about as good as you can get in this for this um, kind of live action bullshit. Well, I haven't seen all of them, so um, I can't compare all of them, and I don't think that this is as good as it could get. I think that a big part of what this was missing was more like magic and whimsy that Disney has and like it's maybe it's not really Lowry's aesthetic I haven't seen Pete's Dragon like to compare the most this would that would be the biggest comparison to this movie right right? so I haven't seen that but like just like the look of Neverland and like the landscape and everything it didn't feel like that (coughs) otherworldly or or like you know like when you get to when you get to Neverland in the animated movie and it's like it's kind of looks like a video game map where like one section is Skull Rock and one section is the Native Americans and one section is the mermaids and you know how it's kind of like blocked off yeah. like that and like they animated in such a way where it like has drastic drastic geographic changes and stuff like that and this just kind of looked like like the Baron. the cliffs <laughs> of <laughs> whatever Ireland or some shit yeah I'm like is this like Norway yeah <laughs> and I'm like it just like was like lacking an interesting look to Neverland and. So I th- like I really didn't like the look of that and kind of like the look of everything in general. There was some flourishes of Lowry that I really liked when they were uh, getting to like the very the transition to Neverland. Where yeah. It was kind of like ethereal. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, some other parts here and there. I mean, really not not too much. But um, yeah, just the like the lighting and everything was really dark, too. Oh, and yeah. I did yeah. not like I, it was really hard to see things. Um, and this, like, if that's how you want your movie to look, I feel like the tone should have matched that and he could have pulled that off, but I didn't really feel like it went too dark. Like Jacob said, it was kind of corny and super kitty in parts, but the, the look and the, the feel didn't match that. And yeah, like <laughs> I thought the acting was pretty bad. Um, I was hoping, you know, Josh wouldn't mention it cause I was going to say, you know, I really didn't like any of the actors, and one of the Lost Boys just seemed super down the whole time. But oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yikes! Jude Law was horrible as Captain Hook too. I kind of thought, I thought Jude Law was, okay. was the only yeah. good part of the movie. Oh, oh I was gonna god, say him, I, him, and Wendy. I thought were okay. Jim Gaffigan yeah, Wendy was, was your okay. guys' favorite. Uh, I actually didn't mind Jim Gaffigan either. Like, no, he was pretty good. No, I com- thought he was me. funny. Yeah, like yeah, as a comedian, sometimes they can like just overstep their boundaries and be like too much in these movies. But like, I feel like he was like the right amount of, you know, comedic, um, relief. Uh, yeah. Really. <laughs> um, I thought initially f- at first glance, it was a, it was Jesse Plemons with makeup on. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, I can see that. I was actually. like, is that Jesse Plemons? <laughs> and then I, and I kept seeing him like, that is not him, <laughs> but it kind of looks like him still. Yeah. And I just feel like they did, they accomplished so much more in the animated version that was 20 minutes shorter. Like, I feel like nothing happened in this movie. Yeah. I was waiting for something to, like, 
that's why I'm kind of confused too. Like, it feels like almost like a purposeless movie. Yeah, I I will say there was one thing that I really liked. I wish it was almost expounded upon more. But the relationship just between Peter Pan and Captain Hook—that's not in yeah, the animated movie. I did like that, and I really liked that. Um, it could be in the book, but yeah, I really enjoyed that twist and connection. But um, yeah, just there's n- not a lot here for me. Um, yeah, sorely missing some Disney magic if they're even capable of that anymore nowadays. Nope. <laughs> and I like, would doubt it based on canceled. a lot of these. So, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty close to you guys. I uh, maybe like it less. Based on what Josh said, be, this being, if this is as good as Disney live action remakes. Well, that get, I've seen, I guess. Yeah. I've I've heard consistently that Beauty and the Beast is still the best. But oh, I yeah. Have, that was, I and that was like that. the first one. And I'm like, oh, this is decent. Yeah. It's unnecessary, but this is decent. Yeah. But then everyone since has not been <laughs> like that. It's true. I mean, I was okay with Lion King, but it's just that was pointless because it's yeah. this original, but in CG. Uh, yeah. That's... Yeah, I feel like The Lion King is more of just like a tech gasm, but like yeah. as a movie, I really hate it, especially because of like how much I actually like The Lion King animated movie. Yeah. I mean, you guys have it in your top five of all time. Yeah. You oh, should yeah. hate the remake, actually. That I've is, never seen it. You don't. Well, I mean, you should, but yeah, you shouldn't like it. You just don't really <laughs> gain much from the change to the CG. You lose a lot of the if expression. If anything, you lose a lot. <laughs> yeah, you lose everything. Yeah, you lose a lot of the expression and the magic. But you're like, wow, this looks insanely amazing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. Great. Make movies for like advancing technology, but it's I that doesn't doesn't seem like they've used it it as a movie. Yeah. Um, CG in this look terrible. Yeah. And this is one of those direct to Disney Plus movies. So there was like a lot of bad animation, like when they were flying a lot of like the movements looked off and And just. (laughs) <laughs> it was the, such a green screen yeah like the background the green screens. <laughs> yeah. and then like tinkerbell <laughs> looked oh man it looked really bad yeah it, like when she's in the hand and so oof. yeah Ouch. and really with it being disney like i would say because of the budget there's like some you know whatever you want to give it excuses but it's disney so i don't think they have an excuse they have pretty much every possible resource at their at their fingertips like you should be able to make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> or use, you know, work around the effects to make it look good, like other filmmakers do all the time. So, yeah, I will say the effects didn't look great either. Uh, I did like the changes to the crocodile in it. I thought it looked... I liked Peter Pan's... Uh, good. Outfit. Too. The outfit. The fit. Looked pretty yeah. good. Looked like a nice uh, adaptation, I guess you could say. Yeah. Still had the hat. So in the hat in the shadow, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Which because the movie was so fucking dark, I couldn't even tell. Yeah, when he was chasing shadow it. had such a big part <laughs> at the uh, too. Yeah, that yeah. It comes back too in this one. It's like I think they only go to that once in the original. If I remember right, like in the beginning, that's the reason. I only remember the beginning. Yeah, yeah. when he stitched it. And yeah, I don't but in this, it. it plays like a bigger role. Like it. Yeah, it's like the reason for him getting caught and the reason for saving. Him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some changes, but uh, really just the only the only change that I can remember that I loved was the just the connection between Pan and Hook and their Batman Joker relationship. <laughs> yeah, but I still wish they would have done more with that. Like, I don't know. It feels like they 
it feels like this should have been like either longer or just like completely changed to be their story like only have the narrative be about them or be a longer mini series where it starts with them and then it kind of goes into the other things yeah but yeah i honestly don't have too much else to say it's uh it's very bland um I hope all I can say is I hope that Lowry got a good paycheck so he can make something else better. (laughs) So, yeah, the original was named Peter and Wendy and it was a 1904 play. Oh, was it? Yeah. By J.M. Barry. The characters are expounded on from a book called The White Bird or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. Actually, actually, it's about <laughs> from a story. <laughs> but yeah, they they took those characters and made a play. Yeah, called Peter and Wendy. That's true. Which I don't know. I don't Which really see, know the plot. Like about, Peter Pan has been a live action thing forever, and that's still like, they couldn't. Like it's been a theater and play for a long time, right? Yeah, nineteen oh four. So why is it? That's when it debuted. So they should be able to do the live action. Yeah, I mean... I'd be interested to see the actual play, play of this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. All right. Nope. What are you going to rate it out of five stars? And give it a two. I am a 2.5. I'm also a two. Uh, Peter Pan character first appeared in the print of the 1902 novel The Little White Bird. Told you it was bird. It's written for adults. <laughs> I knew there was white and bird in it. <laughs> okay, let's uh, get into some interviews and I'm done with my beer. I'm done with mine. All right, well, Josh says he has a special beer for us here, so. I do. I don't know what it is, but let's crack that before we move on. So, um, this past, w- obviously we said that it was um, our birthday uh, last Wednesday, so for this weekend... Um, Carissa and I went to Grand Rapids. Um, we did the we did a bread and breakfast last year. We went to the same room this year. Wonder if it's the same one I went to. It's called Prairie Side. I have no idea what it's called. And it's in Granville, technically. Oh no, I wasn't. Anyway, we went to there. We our check in was at like four, um, so we got in the town at like two thirty ish. So I'm like, we could only go to one brewery. Founders is canceled, so we can't go there. Exactly. So I was like, what's the next best brewery in Grand Rapids? And I want to argue that City Built is the second best brewery in Grand Rapids, or at least one of the best. I was going to say Vivant's pretty good. Vivant's good, but that's like if you want a Belgian style. You know? Yeah. And we had been there before. We'd been to City Built before, but last time we were like, that was our last stop. So, so we were kind of like. Beard a little out. bit more buzzed up and beard out by the time we got there. But this time we only went to one brewery and it was this place. Um, and we had a flight. Um, we actually had two flights. And this was on the second flight. Um, and her and I both absolutely loved this beer. Um, so I found out that they had it in cans. I gave it a five banger. Ooh. So I oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No warning. We're doing that in <laughs> yeah. just as is. Um, so they found it. They had found it, or I found that they had it in cans. So I went and grabbed it, brought it in the show. Um, the beer is called Five Hour Stout. Like I said, from City Built Brewing. Oh, you had to give it a five then. 
Yeah, I said five, five hours, five stars. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says the description is beer number two in the Fibonacci sequence. Five hour is layered with coconut and vanilla, while no lactose is present. Jacob, you're welcome. Thank God. This sweet stout will certainly <laughs> fulfill your desire for a big pastry stout. Think Samoa cookie. Now, I think on the can it's a little bit different, um, so I'll read that one as well. Um, it reads, old traditions combine a, and become new trends. City Built Brewing strives to reflect that energy in our innovative beer methods. Or That's not it. That's nothing. Never mind. That's just a description. <laughs> yeah. But on the, I thought it was the, what they said on the thing because I think it said like Ugandan vanilla or something um, specific. But I'm more of a Madagascar myself, but <laughs> either way, um, the can art is awesome. I'll give you guys a can so you can peek at it. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved it and figured I had to buy a can for the show. So we'll see how you guys give me a hell yeah, hell yeah. So you guys will uh, let me know how you guys or what you guys think. Now they really fucked up here because uh, five is actually the sixth number in the Fibonacci sequence. So I think, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what they did. Why is this the second beer? This should have been the sixth beer. Yeah, did you look oh, at I it? I didn't even look at it. <laughs> Jacob's got to look at it too, but it's fucking awesome. It's like uh, textured. 13.5%. Yeah, 13.5% pastry stout. Pretty dope. Big beer. I'm definitely saving this can though. I think it's dope as hell. All right. Give it a whirl. Let me know what you guys think. I don't even know if it's as good in can. I haven't even tried it in can that before, but on tap, it was incredible. Probably just good. Also, let it warm up, obviously, too. Wow. That oh! is. There's a flavor. Like syrupy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No lactose. Can you tell? Yeah, because it doesn't taste like a milk stuff. <laughs> I think as a warm cocoa up. nibs in here. I don't think what's so. called five hour stout. Five hour stout, yeah. Definitely let it warm up because it was like the last beer we tried, so it was like probably around 65, 70 degrees, Easy. and it was awesome. Like you get a lot of the more of the flavors coming out. Yeah, I'm getting a lot already. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. Ice cold. Coconut vanilla. Thanks, Samoa cookie. And this is mm. <coughs> this isn't barrel aged either. I don't think so. Mm. Imagine if they did a barrel aged. Yeah, I was like, it's thirteen percent. Be good. <laughs> yeah, big fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't taste that boozy though. That's which what is I was really thinking. Nice. Like maybe. Yeah, four, almost fourteen percent. Yeah, why I you think don't. We'll get see like after a it warms up a bit. It <laughs> well, I yeah, didn't think it, it even got boozy when it warmed up. Because yeah, it's pretty smooth. I was when I when I was drinking, I was like, I first sipped, I was like, okay. I'm at least four and a half on it. And yeah. then I kept sniffing <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's probably at least four, seven, five. Yeah. That's and then by the time I finished, I was like, okay, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've had a stout that's like, mm, you know, like yeah, I think the KBS last time we had was the uh, a peanut butter one from Holy Mountain. I think that was yeah. the last, like mm, really yeah. delicious, big, massive stout that we had. Yeah. The, um, the 903 Brewers one was really good from the fellow, the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Madagascar vanilla in it. I think this is just like super bad. Before that, it was probably fucking Clag from oh, yeah. October. Mm. 
Hopefully, I'm going to get some banger stouts in a few weeks. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, it was uh, first couple sips are really good, and I'm um, going to try to let it warm up a little bit for continuing to drink it. But, uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for the beer. It wasn't that bad either. It was only like $9 for the can. Nice. It was like 35 bucks a four-pack or something. <clears throat> yeah, it's not too bad for 14 percenter. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, do I need two? Eh, yeah. No. <laughs> I would say it probably would like, yeah, I probably would at least split one of those. Like yeah. that would be a lot to drink by yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. We just had little, yeah. they call them scotias. They're five-ounce pours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's pr- probably perfect. Perfect. Maybe a 10-ounce if center. I'm drinking it the whole time. Yeah. But it's like a hipster's brunch. Like I don't want a ton of that. <laughs> yeah, but this is not as sweet as that. Though. I almost ended up getting another five ounce. Honestly, after by the end of it, I was like, I could drink a little bit more of that, but I chose not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to our nano reviews. Then, uh, who wants to start? I have two movies and a show. Also, I have two movies. I don't have anything. All right, I'll start uh, because chronologically, I probably watched this first because I watched it right after we recorded last week, mm-hmm. and that was my rewatch of The Green Knight, mm. which definitely went up on a rewatch. I was at a three before from my theater viewing, and obviously, not knowing the story of The Green Knight, definitely heard it, and I didn't get exactly everything that I was going for on my first watch, so. Knowing more about it and going into it helped um, quite a bit. So I will say I liked it a lot more, but this movie still doesn't fully click with me. Um, I love most of it up to like the maybe like the man, which is almost the end of it, I guess. But like <laughs> up to the Jesse, the manor, yeah, that whole, that whole part. Um, I like a lot of the visuals, but like I start, I'm, I can't like. I'm not able to connect as many dots from that point on. Like even after even after like looking into it and there's parts of it that don't line up with the original story too where the original story makes more sense to me. Like him being tested and stuff, there's things that the movie does differently where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. why is this different? I and I it's like it kind of seems like it's going against what the rest of the movie is saying. So, yeah, I feel like the movie was like a minor modernization because the original was very simple and yeah. what it was trying it was just like coming of age tale yeah where i feel like this one is trying like to a test of chivalry yeah and yeah and this is more of a coming of age story and this has more of like also the environmental angle and i feel like it's brought other topics into it well this is definitely a coming of age story <laughs> i'm gonna come if you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm coming day and night i mean it's terrific <laughs> I feel like the character is much more complex in this in the movie than the original I, yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, I would say so, but um, I, it still just like loses me at some point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe continual like continuing to rewatch this will help that and like digging more into it. I love that about his movies; like they are complex. Like I mean, not all of his movies. Cause Peter Pan and Wendy is not that. Yeah. Um, Although I will say like a lot of his movies, even going back to a ghost story, deal with like that existential crisis of like time and stuff. And like obviously Peter Pan is much more simpler, but like not wanting to grow up and just like what it means to grow up and stuff. And this is, you know, a coming of age story and what it means to face death and, you know, 
manhood and all that shit back in the day. Um, but yeah, this movie looks amazing. Um, there are like, it's very almost episodic in nature. So there's like massive standout moments to me and other moments that are not as standout, but, um, pond scene when love. he like, yeah, I love that. When he's diving, diving in. Yeah. So good. <laughs> looks amazing. I'm going to come. Um, the end, the whole sequence where he has like his life flash before his eyes. That's amazing. Uh, a lot the of stuff in the itself. beginning. Yeah. The end itself is, is great. Uh, even like there's a great use of titles in the movie, but what <laughs> every like sequence has like a title, right? And they like weave it into the scenery except for the first title, which is like, I think it's like it might be the green Knight or a tale of whatever the green Knight or something, but they go through like six or seven different versions of that title, but they never do that for any other title. Hmm. And I didn't like that. That's, you know, obviously something I would point out. But, um, and then, yeah, besides that, there's just like a few moments of humor that feel out of place. And I'm not saying the movie should be humorless, but there's like comedic moments that work almost like the puppet scene. I feel like is kind of like a comedic moment that works in the movie. And then there's other moments that like feel out of place. I didn't write down any examples, but just something that I was took down as a note think in the like the mansion itself because it spends a lot of time there some of it is kind of like meant to be played for humor i think yeah uh yeah probably yeah but uh liked it a lot more so i'm i am um i am a green knight stan finally i can say that with confidence finally but uh <laughs> yeah definitely definitely something i wouldn't mind returning to every uh every few years because it gets especially you know getting around this age as well and like you know mm-hmm. if you were to watch this in like your 20s and it's i feel like it's almost more impactful so yeah i definitely think it's his best movie but um i, I mean yeah. i liked a ghost story a lot too no i have this as the same rating as ghost story now so i'm trying to think about which one i would actually put higher and yeah i would have to say that this is probably the better movie even though I might like a ghost story more. I'm not sure. <laughs> it lost me at the cake eating scene. Pie? Pie, pie eating, whatever <laughs> it is. The That's dessert like the beginning. Eating. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like half the movie. <laughs> Get real. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so I've watched a kind of a nice little mix here. I'll start with, I guess, the, I, the newer one. So I watched Shang-Chi. Oh. Again, a rewatch. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, wait, yeah. have you not seen it? We no, reviewed it. We reviewed it. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to watch for definitely fun. like it the same amount. Uh-huh. It didn't grow, it didn't lose anything. I mean it's it's probably the best Marvel movie for, that's been for a while and the best one that has happened since. I haven't watched uh, Guardians yet, so I don't know, but yeah, that which, I've oh, seen everybody is saying the best Marvel movie since Endgame. Yeah. Jesus. So we'll, I guess we'll see. But for me, of all of these newer ones for a while now, Shang-Chi is the best. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think it's just really well done. It pay, pays homage, homage to a lot of the old Kung Fu movies, which is further amplified by my other watch that I'll talk about. But yeah, I mean, otherwise it's very simple, but 
I don't know. Like, it's just enjoyable. This is what I want with these kind of movies. They don't need to. It it is actually funny at parts. It's not as cheesy with the, its jokes, and it doesn't have a million tie-ins to the universe. It's yeah. like so standalone. Yeah, there's God. like a couple <laughs> of things with Wong or Hong, yeah. whatever his name. The is. guy from yeah, from uh, Stranger Doctor Strange, yeah. Stranger Things, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Stranger Wong. <laughs> but that's about it, and that's a small thing. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. make little off mentions about like, well, we live in a world where you can lose fifty percent of people, but you know. I was watching this, and this was my girlfriend's first watch, and she's didn't that just washed over. So yeah, clearly, it's care. not important to know any of that. And yeah, it's a very the most anime Marvel movie there is. So still at a three five on it. Very cool. Okay, I uh, I completed the Star Wars film. Not, I didn't watch all of them, but I, I there's only one Star Wars film I had not seen, and it was Solo. Yeah, I thought Star that was Wars story. And was your score so low? <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think so. Wait, you're saying it's low? No, I don't know. Have you seen it? No, I don't know what your score is. No, oh. I, the, this is the only one I haven't seen. I think either okay. of the movies, not. Yeah, exactly. The there's tons of shows I haven't shows. seen, but fuck TV. Yeah. Um, Isn't Charles Gambino solo in one of them? Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's in Solo. Yes, yeah. he is. Oh, he's in Solo. Yeah. He, play well, he plays Lando. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quite a big role. Uh, yeah, so I watched Solo, um, and I went in with low expectations. Maybe that's why I feel like I came out positive on it. Because people hate that But people one. do hate <laughs> this movie, hate and I don't get it. I feel like... Didn't they hate like the guy that played Han Solo? Yes. Yeah. And I thought he was fine. Um, I thought he was pretty good. I think there's just like this disgusting, gross preciousness when it comes to Star Wars that oh, like yeah. people need to fucking get over it. Like you're, especially the people that are the loudest about it are like 40 year old neck beards, like get over yourself. It's just, <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Just and cause you guys enjoyed it when you were fucking young. Doesn't <laughs> mean you can't enjoy it now. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like this gross preciousness to it where nothing will ever be good enough if you know it's comes to like tying in with the especially with the first original trilogy like i mean if you actually look at though the people who hated the trilogy that was our trilogy right yeah were huge fans of the original and now all of a sudden our trilogy is one that people look back to like like oh yeah there's like a lot of people (laughs) have like come back and say like revenge of the sith is like perfect like this amazing movie i'm like yeah i don't think it's that good but it's probably the best of those three it but it's definitely the best of those three i don't but know they're, if they're it's bad. like the <laughs> yeah but all of those movies are pretty bad but like now people are positive on that and they hate the new ones so much but i'm sure like 20 yeah. years from now when they come all the they'll be like oh trilogy. the new ones are great all these new ones though oh terrible i don't know i got my boy damon on on the writing team i guarantee the new ones, so i think last jedi in like 20 years is going to be one people look back. Oh, that was good actually. Yeah. Is that the one you love or is that Rogue One? Rogue One I love actually really like. Yeah. Anyway, back to Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's overly hated. Um there is like some I think the worst of it comes down to like the writing and it's just like writing and dialogue that I would change the most. I don't think it's like really anything with the direction. Directed by Ron Howard, very competent director, whether he's, you know, not as good as he used to be or whatever, that's fine. But he has, like, the technical abilities to make a Star Wars movie. And, 
yeah, I wouldn't say that like any of the direction was bad. Um, I think it looks pretty good. There's a lot of, you know, landscape shots and just, you know, epic moments that fit very well into Star Wars. And whether people say it like fits into the Star Wars universe or whatever, you know, it's it's hard when it becomes so modern and then like you're setting a story that was before the original trilogy and it's like, well, how do you recreate that look exactly? It's just like impossible to do. Or make it older. Yeah, or make it like look older. It's like, well, you just have to, you know, suspend your disbelief a little bit. But uh, this movie, the problem with this movie is it peaks pretty early. There's a train heist scene that is honestly amazing. Like, pretty great stuff. And then it goes downhill after that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's... Um, there's the uh, antagonist angle. They try to like do too many twists and turns with it. And I don't know. I feel like this movie could have been simplified to a degree. And all the tie-ins with like the original trilogy that people say they hate, like the name and how we got the ship and everything. Like I didn't really care for all that stuff, but it was fine. Like I didn't, I'm not mad name about for it. The Millennium either. Falcon, you think? Well, his name, Han Solo, how we oh, got his name. What's like, his people hated name? that. Well, he just has Han because he doesn't have a family. So mm. he only goes by Han. And then when he joins the Empire, which I didn't know Han Solo did, I would have to go back to the original movies and cross-check that to see yeah, if he ever steal, talks about that. Yeah, he stole... Didn't he steal the Millennium Falcon from them? No. Or something? No. He joined the Empire so he could get off his home planet and become a pilot. And the guy's like, well, what's your last name? He's like, I don't have a last name because I don't have any family. And he's like, oh, okay, so you're by yourself, uh, Han Solo. <laughs> and people hated that i guess but anyway um yeah there's let's see sorry i did take some notes so i just read real quick i heard people like donald glover in it but yeah i thought his performance was pretty good so that was i mean i was fine with that I, again all the performances i didn't really have a problem with there's um what's the name woody harrelson is in it as like kind of his uh, leader mentor. or yeah mentor to uh, in a sense for sure uh, I thought he was good uh, Emily Amelia Clark at her the height of her <laughs> popularity was in it and she was good too um, yeah there's just like some like I said it's mostly comes down to like writing and stuff and there's a lot of stuff that's like black and white where they're dealing with like double crossing and smugglers and you know, gangsters where there needs to be more gray. And a lot of times it's just like black and white. And that, again, that all comes down to like writing and stuff. I think that's just the majority of my, of my problems. And then there's one part where Chewie finds other Wookiees and tries to free them, but he looks like his like look looks pretty good and looks very close to the original. And then the other Wookiees look like they were the apes from 2001 they look so bad i'm like <laughs> why how'd you get one to look, like look this good and then the other ones look like shit why'd you do that but yeah uh, uh yeah i ended up liking it i would be like a very heavy three i almost went 3.5 on it honestly i thought it was pretty good so yeah it's on i mean it's it's long but uh if it's the only one you haven't seen yeah i would check it out as far as i know like yeah pretty almost positive it's the only one i haven't seen and obviously, I watched it on May the 4th, so had to. I don't know if I mentioned that before. That's why I watched you it. You did. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you got one more? I do. 
so keeping with the Kung Fu movies, I watched Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah, I, I did check it in. Uh, yeah, but Letterboxd is shit, so. <laughs> uh, so this was a first watch. I had from Stephen Chow, I had only seen, uh, what, Shaolin Soccer is this other one? Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a bunch, but I think that was the only one I'd seen. So I don't really know what made me decide to watch this, but I did. And I'm glad I did. It was a super fun movie. CG is absolutely terrible, but I feel <laughs> like that may adds to it a bit. Like, yeah, he's just like, I'm not going to hide anything. I want this thing to happen. So I'm going to put it in there regardless of how it looks. Uh, it's a pretty simple story, but I, there's definitely some good visuals other than the CG, which doesn't look good, but it's just like he blends this dark and this comedy elements very well. Like it's pretty violent. Yeah. And, but at the same time it has a lot of comedy, mostly slapstick type comedy, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot and it was fun to watch kind of the evolution where, you know, like Chang-Chi obviously is inspired by these kind of movies and to see where we went to where we are now with that. Yeah. It's, it was a fun watch. I don't, I didn't like absolutely love it. <laughs> I don't think it's perfect. How dare you? Yeah. Like, I mean, it is, even though the CG is almost endearing, it is distracting and how bad it is at times. Like the times <laughs> when it's really over the top and on purpose, like when they're running, She's it's running, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of stuff's hilarious. But other times it's just like, oof. I think the, the, if I remember right, like the frog guy, that looks not bad. Yeah. Like he like, extends his. No, that didn't look bad. But that's a weird thing is like some of them look pretty decent. And other times it looks horrible. That's where you kind of have to like balance like what's intentionally bad and what's yeah. not. It's Maybe hard I to did. tell. Yeah. <laughs> and then the story itself isn't really important. It's pretty nonsensical. And so that like it's not like I attached to anybody or any people really. It's just like it's just fun and a good time to watch basically. And a lot of the fight scenes while extremely over top are pretty well choreographed and well done. And it's basically, yeah, again, if we're talking about like Shang Chi is basically like watching an anime. This basically. is even more. This so. is even more. <laughs> this is so cartoonish and yeah. the way it is, <laughs> especially the ending, like when he just goes God mode. Yeah. Like <laughs> he gets makes no God, sense. And he's like invincible. Like his yeah. head gets punched <laughs> into the ground so yeah. much and he just keeps healing quickly. And Yeah. It's probably I love it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like watching Dragon Ball Z, I guess yeah. <laughs> the the live action movie. Be- yeah, way it is better very the anime, like the tropes of anime too, like just like protecting the innocent and like good versus and evil. And they have special powers, like yeah, powers, lion, yeah. rar, <laughs> and it's amplified through the megaphone. Oh and yeah, then I love they're that playing part. the uh, harp, like the Chinese harp, and like swords are coming out when they strum. It, I mean, it's literally like an anime. <laughs> And I love that parts of it, but yeah, it's pretty simple. And I don't know if I, I'm pretty heavy on my score, which I gave it a four, but mm-hmm. I don't Kyle think I, yeah, way heavier than I don't, that. yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. I don't think time. I could I ever watch this movie endlessly. I don't think I could get to a five on it, but I, this, I did watch this like at a particular age and like a time of like, you know, 
a bigger appreciation for especially those movies curse of the golden flower and like you know hero and those other movies that are not like this is like a a specific like comedy and over the top in a sense of like yeah they definitely go more anime and in those other movies they they are over the top and there's things that like aren't physically possible but it's like more grounded you know yeah. and like kung fu and this is like not meant at all to be, yeah, grounded. Yeah, i feel like this is like meant to be like a cartoon turned live action oh yeah a hundred percent yeah like there's like i said the special effects with the swords coming out and they're blocking that and he has like the rings which great tie-in because the 10 rings in shang chi and yeah. then that one guy <laughs> had the rings and using on a fight i'm like wow like it didn't mean to do that but worked out but yeah super fun movie and i i want to watch more of his and then rewatch shaolin soccer which i haven't seen since i was a kid so yeah super fun time Okay, um, I don't have any more movies, but I did finally get around to watching, I'm back on my anime bullshit. <laughs> so I watched the first season of Demon Slayer, all 26 episodes or whatever, and I will say it doesn't live up to the hype, <laughs> but it's pretty good. I think, I've heard it gets better as well, yeah. so kind of waiting for that. I know a lot of anime like takes time to get the movie into like the story and like stuff. When it starts switching to where it's no longer, it's just like different arcs. Like there's no seasons after that. Basically, it's just like right the train arc, the entertainment district arc, the swordsmith village arc. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I've heard that's like to tie in so they can make like make movies and like release them theatrically because it did so well because like. Normally, an anime gets seasons, and like the season is just a self-contained story. But now, this is more of like a shonen, so they want to do like story arcs, and the movies contain the story arcs. So that way, you, <laughs> when you like you look at it as a as a story, you can separate it by arcs rather than by seasons. But they, it's also released seasonally. Like you yeah. could one through eleven is is the Mugen Train arc, but you, if you watch the movie, you can just skip that and go right to episode twelve or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, I will say the animation is awesome. I haven't seen, I haven't like, I haven't watched anime in a long time, so I haven't seen some of the, a lot of the new stuff and blending CG and 2d is like super common now in anime. But like my earliest recollection of it was like from like 10 years ago. So it had, I'd always seen like really bad examples of it. And this has like some of the best examples I've seen, even though I haven't seen a lot of them. So take that with a grain of salt, but some of the best mixture of CG and 2D animation that I've seen. Anything with the water, it uh, moves, is uh, I'm gonna come. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> and yeah, the story I would say is like starting out is pretty basic. Like we've seen a thousand animes about demons and fighting demons and stuff like that. Uh, like the twist is cool where you know, his family is one and has to protect her and stuff like that. But I will say it's just a little basic. And then, I mean, I have like a ton of notes here, but just <laughs> uh, mostly like nitpicks and stuff like that. And then sometimes I'll question something and it'll be answered in like the next two episodes, which is pretty common. But um, yeah, I'm liking it so far. Can't wait to watch the movie. That's like the main thing that I'm excited for. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll have that ready for next week, the movie. 
Okay, anything else for you guys? Nope. nope. All right, well, let's wrap it up then. Next week, what do we have next week? Next week, there is not a lot. I don't know what any of these movies in bold are. Fool's Paradise, I saw is Charlie Oh, Knights of the Zodiac, Jacob. You hyped for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlie Day's direct, maybe directorial debut. Oh, is it the, that's okay? Yeah, Fool's Paradise. Yeah, uh, I mean, if it's if it's all theatrical stuff, I wouldn't be too interested in it. Um, Guardians is out now. We that's still an option. Or um, I know Air is coming to Amazon on Friday. May 12th. And I know NS Men is also on Amazon now. It's a double that. feature. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're trying to uh, make it easy and not go to the theater, I'm not. I don't really want to go like pay to see Guardians. I'll see it like when it comes to Disney Plus eventually, hopefully before the end of the year. And these other movies, yeah, probably aren't big enough to justify going. So uh, I'm down for whatever you guys want. I would say Aaron Ennisman, and um, if we need to change it, we can. Sure. Mm-hmm. Jacob? Yep. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's the tentative plan for next week then. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.